0: It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wilby with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is Tuesdays with Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers show, with Packers quarterback and audio expert Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, how are you? I'm good. I'm just trying to get this uh,
1: balance right here. You keep uh, messing with it all the time.
0: Yeah, it it gets used for other things. All right, so as we said last week, your schedule on Tuesdays has changed a bit. Uh, So you're a little pressed for time today. You said you got... 20 minutes. Do I need to set my timer on my iPhone for I this?
1: have 20 good minutes.
0: 20 good minutes. Well, yes. of course. But do I need to do it like I... Like my I boy
1: Cornizer? Give... He gives, you know, five good minutes on Yeah, uh, That's your guy, Kornheiser. Yeah. 20 All right. well, good ones.
0: Should I start, like, when I give Madison or Sydney a timeout? Should I start the timer for What's 20 minutes? What's your usual
1: timeout length for your kids?
0: We go by uh, their age. So if you're two years old, you get two minutes. If you're three years old, you get three minutes.
1: Does she ever say to you the line from Mighty Ducks, two minutes... Well worth it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but she hits a nice knuckle puck. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start the timer, so we're ready. Um, let's start. i got a couple things I wanted to talk with you, and I promise uh, I will not be smug or negative this week. I'll just be less long-winded than usual. Here, I'm going to write that down real all quick. All right, that's a promise. You should get a pen if you're going to write it down. Um, first of all, the discount double check came out in between our programs. Uh. How did you feel it went and could we see a series of Saturday Night Live skits in our future from State Farm? Can I plan on seeing you on uh Celebrity Jeopardy or something next?
1: That would kind of be my dream. Yeah. The Celebrity Jeopardy uh skits have always been uh, at at the top of my favorite list. I mean there's so many incredible ones that uh, SNL has done over the years. Um, the the super fans I mean being a Michael Jordan fan growing up right you couldn't help but enjoy uh when Michael went on uh and you know on SNL and this and the super fans had him in there and we're talking to him about how he should just play all the other teams in the Olympics by himself or what if it was him and a certain coach Ditka? you know still unfair so to get to work with uh with Robert and and George was was a blast i mean those guys are extremely funny we had a great time obviously state farm has just been a great partner to work with and they always bring some really uh incredible um talent to the set and some incredibly talented and creative writers uh, an incredible director um so it it was fun to work on there's going to be probably some more uh some more coming out here shortly Some more
0: interactions with the bears chicago super fans
1: yeah but it's there's no Chicago Bears on it. Just uh, you, you see the colors. Maybe. I understand. I yeah,
0: I know. There's there's certain trademarks and such involved. There, and
1: you know what? It was great to see Adrian as well. He's the uh, hey Rogers. Uh, yeah. He uh, he's incredible. He keeps the the cast and crew in in stitches by his uh, um, all the things he tries. I mean, he probably did uh, 30 takes of funny things uh, as for his two second snippet of him. Uh, on the wing there.
0: Is that filmed in an actual, like, airplane that's been gutted, or is that filmed, like, in a studio? How did that work?
1: Yeah, uh, that that was filmed in in Milwaukee. Um, We had the opportunity to work uh, at a a, kind of a uh, warehouse-type setting where there was the the plane set up there, and um, it was a lot of fun.
0: Um, It made me wonder, though, when's the last time you sat in a middle seat in Coach – and do you have, like, your worst travel story of all? I mean, you travel a lot. You used to travel as more of a commoner like the rest of us. Do you have any bad travel stories?
1: I've got a bunch of bad travel stories. I was on the plane one time in Chicago, and we sat on the runway for over three hours uh, in uh, some high winds. And I was—I remember listening to uh, – there was one of the lines. You could listen to the air traffic controllers, and they said, all right uh, – You know, United Flight uh, 5, whatever, whatever. You can turn your engines off. You're number 22 in the lineup. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a long night. I think I was traveling back to the West Coast on like a a long weekend or something. And we get up in the air. And so it's late. I mean, three and a half hours on the runway. We're just sitting there. Next thing you know, uh, I'm awoken to, on the last, uh, excuse me, passengers, is there a doctor on board? Two rows back, this lady's having, like, a heart attack issue. Now, thankfully, she was just had kind of like a panic attack, and but I thought they were going to have to take the plane down, and there was going to be some weird situation there. So that was one. Another one that...
0: Do you know CPR?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty good at
1: it. Yeah. Uh, I was landing in Portland to see uh, my buddies up in Portland, and the plane's brakes didn't engage all the way, and we literally went down the runway forever. Uh, and that was scary because you have the natural, um, reactions like, okay, kind of should be stopping now. We should be slowing down. What's going on here? It's going a little longer. And then the next thing you know, you're like, this, this isn't good. This is something's wrong here. And you hear the sirens right away. They were racing down and I'm like, are we on fire right now? What's going on? Is nobody else panicked? I was at a window seat and looking outside, like Why are there four fire trucks and three ambulances going on? What's going to happen here? And then so something happened, obviously, with the brakes. But we had come to a stop eventually. I mean, it must have been. Luckily, that the runway that we landed on was very long. Um, But uh, we had to be towed back, and that took uh, a long time. I was just, at that point, you're very thankful for your safety.
0: The uh, other thing that I wanted to ask you about, um, Ryan Braun is calling Brewers Season Ticket Holders. And apologizing to them. It's not a robo call, it's not pre recorded. He's apparently actually calling them. Did you get any of those calls?
1: I haven't I haven't got one of those calls. Okay.
0: Um, the other news is that disappointing to you?
1: No. Okay.
0: Um, the other news is that he has pulled him he has stepped aside from the Surge Restaurant Group and eight twelve. Now does that mean that you are already politicking Tim Mastey to take over the eights. Is there going to be a ginger Wolverine burger on the menu? What's uh, Where do things stand with, with the restaurant?
1: Maybe Larry Sanders. He He's decided an, a, an extension, yeah. yes. Yeah. Good uh, choice. Very happy for uh, for my bucks there. Um, getting, getting Just Larry... don't let
0: him do any of the spelling on the menu, because apparently receive didn't work out so well on the tattoo.
1: Okay. I before E, except after?
0: Except on his hand.
1: <laughs> hmm Interesting. Uh, you know what? I was thinking on that note that the burger that did so well at Curly's might be a good addition to any future restaurant endeavors that I do. Yeah. Stay worked. tuned.
0: Okay. So you will uh, you'll update us as things progress yes. there. Uh, let's talk a little football before the shot clock winds down. We um we talked about travel. I'm guessing that the travel back from San Francisco wasn't a, exactly a fun flight. We've we haven't done many post loss shows I think this is the ninth one you're 27 and 9 since the radio show started does this
1: only are, you would keep that stat
0: are losses all the same or this one whether it's your feelings about the 49ers or the rivalry that's developing there does this one bother you a little bit more
1: well they all bother you they have to if you're a competitor uh, you have to find that balance of being able to uh, to watch the film be critical and move forward and focus on the next opponent that's what it you know, thankfully, uh, a loss early in the season, uh, and not in the playoffs allows you to do. Obviously, the playoff losses, you know, that's the end of the season, and that's very difficult. We've had, uh, two of those on the road in, in my time, and those are extremely difficult road trips. We've also had three road victories in the, in the playoffs, and those are, we had those, those three, uh, in the Super Bowl year, and those are some of the most incredible flights back. Um, as is any regular season game, when you went on the road, it's an incredible feeling to uh, go in a hostile awesome envir- environment and win. Uh, Sunday, we had a chance to win in a tough environment uh, at a field with a lot of history uh, between uh, both those teams, and we came up uh, came up short there.
0: When you look at the rivalry that it is developing there, I mean, it certainly looked like. You guys don't like each other very much at this point. You had the hit by Clay. You had Ahmad Brooks who um, put a bit of a shot on you as well. How do you view kind of the the rivalry there and, and whether or not that's developing into something a little more intense than, than just the garden variety matchup?
1: I think it's two really good football teams, and I, I think uh, the, the NFC West especially is developing uh, – a reputation of being uh, some some very tough physical football teams. You saw that preseason game against Seattle that got obviously chippy, and there were some some big time hits. Uh, We've played San Francisco now a few years in a row, and it's been some very uh, very tough physical football games. And I think there's uh, respect on on both sides, and and uh, some tough competitors. Uh, you know, it's a team that uh, we'd love to see in the postseason. You know, I think that. Uh, it's two great football teams. It's it's a great way to open the season for the for the NFL, and obviously would love to go down there and get a win. But um, you know, I think that uh, you know there's some definitely definitely some things to build on, and at the same time, some things we gotta we gotta clean up.
0: Jim Harbaugh has said a lot of things, especially the last few days. Uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, his last line of his press conference was, "We're going to stay above it." you guys do things or what
1: well I just, as far as that goes you know i appreciate that, that mike uh, has done a good job of uh, you know letting, letting it be about the players and and you know he understands his role as a, as a head coach but the players are the ones that go between the lines and and uh and play the game and it should be it should be about the players um, clay is an incredible teammate player Now, back to more of Tuesdays with Aaron.
0: Your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. Here's Jason Wilde. What are you doing over there? You're the sound guy. I did not do that. I'm going to blame you. did I pick this
1: music here.
0: I'm blaming Jim Harbaugh for this.
1: Come on, fish.
0: This is one of your uh, best answers ever, and no one will ever hear it. Um, So anyway, moving on. I don't know what the last thing is people heard.
1: I don't either, but, uh, yeah,
0: well, it was uh, great. Let's go
1: <laughs> Sure it was.
0: <laughs> let's go inside the helmet, uh, and let's talk about a few of the plays from the 49ers game. And I want to start with, you told us last week that you weren't going to be running any read option. That appeared to be a little read option-y, that uh, naked bootleg, whatever that dangerous play yes. was that you ran to the open side.
1: It was just vintage read option right there.
0: Take us through.
1: I got the ball, and I decided to keep it and then run really fast. <laughs> or felt like I was running fast. <laughs> it wasn't too complex there. Right,
0: it was what, third so and one. Head? I'll get into it. All it was right, third
1: right. and one. Uh, they were bringing the safety down, and I just pulled it.
0: So wait, so the call is what? I
1: can't give away all the secrets. Come You're on. asking me to give it's away way too many secrets. not anymore. You did it. I'd never done that before, so I did it.
0: Okay, but you that was not the play call. That was something that you, like a, that, was, that was a run pass option. You took the option of you running?
1: Maybe. Okay.
0: Thanks for breaking that one down. There's two others that I want to get to. The first one, the throw that you made to Jordy on the sideline where he, I don't know how he kept his feet in to make that catch. Um, afterward, he said that you put, he thought you put the ball right where you wanted it. I That's to ask, very nice of him. Isn't that nice very nice? Um, so take us through not only the play, but but where you put the ball and and what he did to make that a thirty-some yard completion.
1: Uh, he's pretty incredible. I mean, uh, uh, somebody asked me afterwards, uh, you know, what do you think about the way Jordy played? And I said I wasn't surprised, um, and that was no disrespect uh, to Jordy. It was just that. You know, and, and not trying to take credit away from him. But, I mean, he's an incredible receiver. I mean, he's um, he's done this for us for a long time. And he made two incredible catches in week one. I mean, and then the other guy who everybody was worried about us having continuity issues, uh, and being on the same page, Randall, made some amazing catches as well.
0: Both with 100 yards. First time since the Houston game that you had two guys go over 100 yards in the same game.
1: Yeah, but back to Jordy's catch. I mean, the first one down the, their sideline, as we were going right to the left from our bench, uh, I put it exactly where I wanted it, uh, and and he made a really nice play with Namdi all over him. And the second one, as I rolled to my left, uh, escaped the pocket, got to my left, saw him. Uh, as you watched the film back, I felt like the safety uh, didn't have, he was retreating a little bit, and his eyes were on Jordy, when in fact he was kind of square-shouldered and as I looked back inside, probably could have thrown the ball over the top uh, to Jordy, who was being guarded by Terrell Brown on that play. Uh, nevertheless, I put the ball probably about four feet outside of where I wanted it to. In in all in all actuality, uh, however, uh, unbelievable catch to the point of, at first glance, I didn't think he caught it because I didn't think there was any way he could have got both his feet down. So I was yelling at our guys to get up and let's get a play snap. Let's make them make a decision on whether or not they want to challenge that. Now, Jordy gave me the thumbs up like he caught it, right? I've seen that thumbs up before from other people, uh, and it hasn't maybe been a catch. Obviously, he was telling the truth there, uh, but unbelievable play. Um, he also made a tough catch when he took a shot in the uh, in the stomach uh, on our, I believe it was our, one of our drives in the third quarter there, two-minute drive, or, or, the, or the two-minute drive. It was going left to right. Um, and then a great catch for the touchdown uh, on a uh, a ball that was coming hot. So he played great. Randall obviously made some big plays for us, and and you know I thought JerMichael did some really nice things as well. So got to find a way to get uh, James some more opportunities because he's a dynamic receiver for us. Uh, the way the way that the coverages um, and they were playing us, there were just some more opportunities for uh, for Jordy and Randall. But uh, I know James is going to be a big part of our offense. How
0: is James when something like that? happens in a game
1: he was he was awesome you know he was he was great uh he's a guy who runs every route to win um i'm just really proud of him as a teammate uh he's unselfish uh obviously he wants the ball i mean uh he's a receiver he's a dynamic player he knows what he can add to this team uh got to give him some more opportunities and uh we'll we'll look for those those opportunities it depends on matchups a lot of times and um and, and the type of route that he's running. And there's just more opportunities inside. Um, and I'm not worried about James. I know he's he knows the ball is going to come his way this season, and I know he's going to make those plays.
0: I had one more play I wanted to get to, but before that, I was watching another game before you guys kicked off. I'm, I won't say which one. But I was thinking about when you told us about timing of throws and being pinpoint accurate about it so you don't get guys hurt. You um, had the throw to Randall, where he kind of took a shot after he made the catch. Is that the kind of play you're talking about? If you're a half second later, he could really get hit hard. Or if you're not right where you want the ball, it could get ugly for him.
1: Definitely. And and that was a play. in watching the film back yesterday, I wish I'd been a half, just a half tick quicker. Um, when you watch the the feet, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't necessarily late. But he ran such a good route, and and he got Bowman to jump on it so quickly that uh, if I had anticipated him being as wide open as he was, it would have helped him with a chance to have some some yards after the catch had I gotten the ball to him earlier. But um, it's great when you put a ball um, on a guy and he takes a a shot when you see him get up really quick. I mean, that uh, makes you feel a little better and you... You try not to put him in that situation again but uh, he ran a great route he's obviously a talented talented player
0: the uh, the other play I wanted to ask you about was the interception that Jermichael bobbled but not necessarily because of the way that play went on the receiving end but A that you went and specifically told him you were coming back to him and then B um, is that really a good idea to chase down the guy with the interception the way you did
1: I think there's, there's probably some opinions about that uh, mostly within the organization that maybe that's not a good play uh it's in my defense i would just say uh two things one it's tough to not be competitive when when you're a strong competitor uh, i hate uh throwing interceptions and a pick six to me is uh unacceptable one in my career and i've made a few tackles inside the 10 those aren't what i want to do but uh I'd do anything not to give up a pick six because that's directly giving the other team crazy momentum. Um, the second was if you watch me on the play, I start walking the first two steps. That wasn't sulking or lazy. That was I saw him get touched down, right. and I waited for the whistle. Now, as he started running, I thought to myself, I need to be in position. Uh, about two steps into that thinking... I realized I was going to be the last line of defense, so I took an angle to meet him uh, at the proper proper point, and all I all that got safety on my work you I with... got on my horse, and <laughs> I saw Terrell Brown and just tried to throw my body into him. It wasn't pretty, but somehow my legs got tangled with his, and he came down.
0: But would you rate that above in terms of tackling quality the one you had on Urlacher in the NFC Championship game?
1: No, Erlacher one was better.
0: Bigger? You think, think so? You think yeah, it, was it was better?
1: Be- yeah, it looked. You barely up- got him. But it looked a tad more athletic. The, I mean the one the other day was just
0: looked physical to me.
1: Yeah, the, the New Orleans ones was that was kind of physical.
0: The uh, the point of going back to Jermichael and telling him, "Hey, I'm going to come to you, big fella." Why is that important?
1: I, I just wanted him to know that, uh, like I like I told him, uh, you know, Saturday that he was going to be a guy I was looking for a lot in the game. Um, I wanted to make sure he knew that the ball was coming to him early and often and that it wasn't going to stop coming his way. So uh, he obviously uh, played a big role for us in the game.
0: Our uh, technical issues threw us off, so quickly, 10-second answer. The uh, play where Willis comes on the blitz and Bowman slides over and gets a tiny, tiny bit of that ball to Jermichael, uh, is that a big play if he doesn't make that play?
1: Yeah, it looks like he's one on one with the safety, and the first down is uh, is going to happen for sure. So that's that's the difference in winning and losing. Yeah, sometimes
0: that's uh, that was a big play. the um, The Washington Redskins scouting report. I don't know how much of the game you watched last night. Uh, I, don't I know saw how... some of it.
1: There was a big tennis match on last night though as well. So yeah. I was trying to.
0: You're a big tennis look. guy. I didn't know that.
1: I'm a lover of all sports. I
0: know you are. You're a sports fan. Um, how much film have you even got how much do you watch when they played last night I mean I know you've been here all day Yeah but. but there's
1: there's plenty of film to uh to watch there's preseason film there's there's cut ups from last year Right and uh this is a this is a very well coached football team a team with um, a lot of veteran uh, leaders and uh and guys with years on them uh who are playing at a high level and then also some an influx of uh, of young guys as well I think it's a it's a very talented team a team that uh is going to be coming in here hungry. We're both 0-1, looking for our first win of the season. Um, interesting to see how uh, some of the injuries shake out. Obviously, I mean, we know when you're playing on a Monday night, um, it's different with a short week. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. It's a team with a dynamic offense that we need to make sure we're scoring points and keeping the ball away from them. Kind of like Philly did last night, running 50-some-odd plays in the first half. Um, I'm not sure if our guys can handle 50 plays at this point. We'd like to think at some point maybe we could, but... Uh, you know, we we had the ball for 21 minutes uh, and change in week one, and you see what happens. It just puts a lot of stress on the defense. We got to even that thing up and take advantage of of that stat. And if we can do that, uh, then we're going to put ourselves in a position to win a game.
0: But it's okay to score quickly. It's just the five three and outs that are the greater issue. Even if you get one or two first downs on a drive, right?
1: Yeah, totally. And that's what we talked about. I mean, very inconsistent. Five three and outs, four. Uh, 62-plus-yard scoring drives, 62, 80, 70-something, and 69 or something like that. Those are great drives, but you just can't have the inconsistency of the the three and outs. That just kills your momentum and and puts your defense right back on the field.
0: You said you wanted more questions from Ask Aaron uh, tweets and fewer from me. Our technical problems, we only have time for three. The first one uh, comes from Keva, who says... um, your thoughts and impressions of the Eagles and Coach Kelly's debut last night. I mean, you played in the Pac-10. That was before Chip Kelly got there. But that was something to watch when it was really humming, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say two comments about about that. One is uh, I love the formation where they had three offensive linemen and then an uh, offensive lineman split out wide next to the receivers. That was one of the formations I actually used in my, uh, my powder puff uh, days as, as a coach. Uh, at that point, we had one – Line woman and uh, one line woman each to each side. Was this a cow? No, nah, this was in high school. I coast junior and senior. We lost my junior to the seniors, and my senior we won against the juniors. Very proud of that. Shout out to any of my former Powderpuff girls listening right now. They probably aren't, but uh, so and anyway, I was uh, excited about that formation. And second, another shout out to the uh, the Best Coast, Northern California, Jeffrey Mail. I think his name is yep. Jeff Mail. Uh, I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, former Doc. Yes. Uh, went to Paradise High School, which is, uh, as those Paradise people know, it, it's a slice of heaven up there just above Chico. So I'm very proud of uh, of him. He'd been on the Houston Texans practice squad, I believe, for a couple of years, and good to see him in the uniform last night. And, and the Eagles ran a lot of plays and looked impressive.
0: The uh, other two questions for Ask Aaron, you can tweet those at us using the hashtag Ask Aaron. We'll have more next week when we're not as pressed for time because of our technical problems. This one from Tony. You quoted Tombstone last week. What is your favorite quote from that movie, and what is your favorite Western of all time? Is it? Tombstone or something else.
1: Yeah, well, I just want to clear something up. Because of the question, I know the exact line. I couldn't say it exactly based on the question that was asked to me. So anybody out there saying, you didn't quote it right, Uh, I got you. I uh, know what the quote is. That would have been me. When I was in college, I watched uh, basically two movies on my little, I think it was about a 13 to 15-inch TV that had a built-in VCR. Awesome. Sweet. And I would watch uh, Tombstone and Rudy. Uh, This was uh, pre-Tom Clements telling me. The real uh, story about some of the, that, that movie—that's not going to here Oh, you're not going
0: to ruin that for us, are <laughs>
1: no, you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, but not. I would watch Tombstone and Rudy, uh, unless uh, our uh, the the cleaning uh, people would come in and uh, interrupt your sleep sometimes on my Tuesdays and Thursdays when I had those off. But other than that, those are my two movies. So my back to Tombstone. Uh, big Sam Elliott fan, obviously. Love uh, love Sam, his mustache. Um, his role in uh, in that movie as Virgil is unbelievable uh, Doc Holliday has some incredible lines in that movie um, I, I have to go with if I were to pick my favorite line there's just so many incredible ones but the, the back and forth between Johnny Ringo and, and Doc um, you know which starts with In Vino Veritas um, when they're speaking in Latin and then the, the sheriff comes over and says you know we don't need any trouble in any language and I thought it was a very, a very classy line there so that is my favorite western i am a big john wayne fan as well uh john wayne in any western is uh pretty incredible
0: you inspired me to see that movie finally with your quote i do like the exchange that comes after that where he says "Wyatt Earp is my friend and the other guy says hell I, I got a lot of friends i don't, I don't. uh finally by the creek the uh walking on water Indeed, uh, The final question, which it's funny you bring up facial hair because I know you're involved with the uh, Movember movement. Yeah, yeah. This comes from Sean. He says, throughout October, the NFL does a great job of raising awareness for breast cancer. With September being Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, do you wish the NFL would use their platform to do more to raise awareness for other diseases and causes? Obviously, childhood cancer is something you're close to because of your relationship with the Mac Fund.
1: So, yeah. Can you tell me what the well,
0: question Well, apparently is? that I and and
1: he wants he, he wonders why the NFL doesn't do the NFL to...
0: pick a a chair you know a charitable cause every month I guess is what Sean's asking, but more importantly, you know, we probably need to do a better job if September's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and we weren't necessarily aware of that.
1: Well, I think the NFL does does a lot for for charity, so um, I'm not upset about anything that they're doing. I think um, them working along with the PA has done a good job of. Um, you know, finding those charitable organizations and uh, and pe- teaming with them and and raising funds uh, an incredible amount. All the stuff that we wear um, in October that all goes to auction right. and the proceeds, uh, which have to be significantly large, go to uh, breast cancer. I believe breast cancer uh, charities right. um, and and awareness and, and research and stuff. So I think they're doing a great job with that. It's fun to. Um, to support that, uh, cancer touches all of us in in different ways, either directly or indirectly, and um, I think uh, they're doing a good job. Have
0: you ever gotten fined? Because doesn't the fine money go to charity too? Yeah, like I haven't gotten. Wearing your socks wrong or anything?
1: I have. I have not gotten fined. At one time, I've I've been told. I think I had low whites. Maybe you have to have a certain amount of white and green on your socks showing. Really? Uh, I was. I was a little confused by that. I think I've worn my uniform pretty similar in the last, uh, I don't know, eight or nine years. Yeah. So.
0: Well, sorry that we uh, didn't fit the 20-minute window. We will make sure there's no technical difficulties next week. Thanks, Fish. I hope you're not too late for your uh, next appointment, but thanks for making time for us. Well, what, can we blame Fish? is
1: obviously not one of your uh,
0: How is this favorite on me? Qualities? You're the guy sitting by the machine.
1: I didn't touch anything over here.
0: Okay, well. All I'm saying is if you want to be the guy that's in charge of the audio, we can't have any mistakes. We will uh, do this again next week, hopefully without technical problems. This has been the Aaron Rodgers Show.